0: Because they're giving me a
1: breakdown, breakdown, oh, breakdown. Hey guys, this is Luke. And I'm Kurt. And welcome back to The Breakdown. Woo, so glad that you are here, our podcast. We're very excited to be here. We're having a great time with this. Yes, we are. We are. And Sunday was amazing. Oh man, what a great day. One of those days I wasn't really able to be in for most of service, just because I was serving and helping with the kids ministry.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I love
1: it. I love it. I have a lot of fun. I was able to teach a bunch of kids, and I just had a great time.
0: That's awesome. I got to do Gyro uh, Joe's, which is one of my favorite. You enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, it's
1: one of my favorite ministries. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I like the the serve, the you know the serve team sort of, sort of stuff.
1: Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, it's definitely right up your alley, and you're really good with that. Awesome. Thank you. So we had a great day on Sunday. Of course, a bunch of announcements coming forward. Hard to believe we're coming into the end of September. That's a little bit strange. I mean, it's kind of rattling my brain right now. Like, whoa. And so that means we've got a bunch of things coming up even this weekend. Yeah, we have the
0: refresh for um, our ladies. Ladies. So if ladies, you can go to the church website. There's more information on that there. Um, and then the big thing coming up on October 9th is Flannel Fest, Yes,
1: which we are super excited for. This is really a great time. Did you get to come last year? I did. Yeah, I
0: did. That was my very first one, and it was awesome. Me
1: too. It was oh. my very first one, and I had a great time. I had never been before. I I think it's really awesome that we're down at La Salette in the backfield, and of course I grew up going to La Salette, and really cool to be in the backfield and just have a great time there.
0: Yeah, and so a few things that they're doing a little different. You probably heard Pastor Zach or Ashley explain that on Sunday. They're doing wristbands. So they're $5. And you can sign up uh, to buy those wristbands here at the church on um there's a on Sunday. There's there's a table in the lobby where you can sign up to get those and also to sign up to serve. There's lots of different options on um, how you can serve and help out, and they're not uh, commitments for the entire event, That's which is great. really cool. Like I love you're that. signing up for a time slot. I love it. Uh, so you you can still attend and enjoy it, but then also be part of it, which is just kind of like everything else that we do around here.
1: I was going to say that shows a lot of care and concern. You know that not care and concern, but care and concern <laughs> that um, that they would they, our admin team would take time to say, hey, we know people want to serve, but we know people also want to be a part of the event. Yeah. So let's give them both. Absolutely, I love that. That's great and of course chili cook off did you try any chili last year no no but it looked awesome and yes. it smelled really good oh so good so i definitely am going to be at that table i won't enter my chili but i i do enjoy making some chili as well do you cook do you like to cook Um, I can follow a recipe. (laughs) You got to cook from the heart. I think we talked about this. You know, you cook, you can cook from the heart, but baking's got to be precise. Cooking
0: for me is one of those situations where necessity is the mother of invention. So if I need to eat,
1: I I will find a way. I love it. I love it. If I don't feel like fast food or takeout tonight, there's got to be something
0: Yes. Yes.
1: That's awesome. All right. So we had just a real powerful looking back and I got to sit in through a little bit of the message Mm -hmm. On Sunday, and hearing Pastor Zach bring us to Second Peter chapter one, which was just ringing in my ears because we cover and have covered a lot of this in our past two weeks at School of the Spirit. That's awesome. And and you know, just a little bit of background here, and we can get to this passage that there is that deposit when we're born again. And we're born from above. We're born of God's spirit. And he deposits that spirit, regenerates our spirit. So we now have that divine nature operating inside of us right. in spirit. Right. And so it's one thing to have that by faith, like Peter says, but we could to add to it. Yeah. So basically,
0: you know, a lot of times we come to Jesus because we understand that we are sinful, yes. right? Yeah. And we understand that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Mm-hmm. And so we accept that. We accept him as our savior. And yes, he makes us righteous, like we covered, I think we talked about this last week yeah, too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but there is so much more than that. There because is. the Father's heart was is to take us back to that, to that garden, the garden mm. of Eden, that relationship that he had with Adam and Eve in the beginning. Yes. And so he restores our our, he regenerates our spirit. That's it. He makes us new. And the and Jesus teaches, and the New Testament builds on this, the fact that the Holy Spirit now has come and resides in us, and the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of
1: us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we get, you know, I said a few moments ago that we add to it. Well, we don't add to the work no. that was completed at the cross. But what Peter writes here is, for this very reason— Add to your faith the moral excellence. And so where we begin is, I believe on the Lord Jesus. My spirit's regenerated. I'm born again, literally translated John chapter 3, I'm born from above. So my spirit has now been born by the spirit of God. Jesus said you have to be born once by water and then of spirit. Now, because I have the Holy Spirit residence inside of me, I now can work out... Correct. This salvation. And this is such a pivotal message for our day and age.
0: Yeah. You know, last week we talked about how Christ set us free. Mm -hmm. And so we live in freedom, but there are rules and parameters because freedom without rules and parameters is just anarchy. Chaos and anarchy. It's chaos and anarchy. Okay. So we're set free. Mm -hmm. We are on our way to heaven. We are redeemed. We are restored. We are righteous. The righteousness of Christ is on us. Yeah. So there is this now what question. Okay, so now that we have this standing, how do we use our freedom? How yes. do we grow in our freedom? And that's how Peter sets this up because we want to have fruitful lives. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't want to be useful, useless. We want to be useful and fruitful. And so this progression that he gives basically is um, a recipe. Or a a a a growth plan for us to mature into the believers that Christ has
1: called us to be. That's it. And you know, I do want to go back. You will often do this, and I and I don't, but I well, I do in person. But here on the air, I want to say on the air, it's like I'm in the radio <laughs> again. <so. laughs> but what I want to bring us back to this passage that that Peter is actually. No, we writing, have to absolutely you know, to those who have received. This is Second Peter one. From Simon Peter to those who have received a faith of the same kind as ours, by the righteousness of God our Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to To life and godliness. This is kind of where you and I are starting right now. So we have been given, New King James says, has been given to us. Mm -hmm. So Romans 8 says that the righteous requirement of the law has been fulfilled in us. Right. So we see that God's righteous standard, which he does apply, Christ fulfilled and he made it so it was fulfilled inside of us. So with that divine nature being deposited in us, here's where Peter picks up and says, don't just stop there. Right. Right. Because if right. we stop there, we can end up living very carnal lives. Hey, right. I'm saved. We're right. going to heaven. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I
0: kind of I kept getting this image all week of a gym. So mm. our salvation, we're saved. We're given the membership. So yeah. you go to the gym, you get, you sign up, you you accept the membership. Yes. And so now you can go in. Now where it says he's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness, that's like your your membership at the gym has yeah. given you everything. Everything, access access to everything that you need in order to become healthy, to work on your cardio, to work on your strength. So now it's,
1: we got to use it though. We got to use it. That's so good, Luke, because you can have the membership. But of course, if you've been here for any length of time, there's a brand new gym opening next door. Oh, and I cannot wait. Because I'm at church so often, I'm like, this is gonna be great to combine This is great. You know, to combine driving trips. Yeah, because you know, Paul says godly exercise <laughs> uh, does profit some. Yes, it does. You know, I mean regular physical exercise yes. profits some, you know, but that we're getting the godly exercise in, and this is part of it that if we have been given this divine nature, And by use and exercise, we develop this Mm -hmm. moral excellence. It doesn't mean, of course, this is the first part, that we would move into that place of virtue, New King James says, Mm -hmm. and moral excellence is what's better understood, and that we would move into the place of if God has put this deposit— Inside of me, and I belong to him, that internal righteousness is there. We cover this a lot in School of the Spirit. That is, if, if you were to see God looking at you in spirit, if we understand spirit, soul, and body, if you see God looking at you, he's looking at you, and you are looking just like Jesus in spirit. Right. You are the righteousness of God, 2 Corinthians 5 21. Mm-hmm. You become a new creature. So if that righteousness is in you, then it makes sense that we should have an outer working and an outer display. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's, uh, as you continue reading, I forget which verse you stopped
1: at. Yeah, I was just looking at it right here. So, okay, it says, Divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For these, he has granted to us precious and magnificent Mm. promises so that by them, you may become partakers of the divine nature. Exactly. Okay? And that's it right there. And going on, we escape the corruption of the world through lust. Now, for this reason, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence. This is a really cool translation. I've never read it like this. I often read New King James, which says, "Add to your faith virtue." But I like that he's placing the onus on us to supply it. Yes,
0: yes. Well, because that's the thing—we're at the gym now. Yeah. So each of these things are like the different, the different tools you can use in the gym. Mm. And there's a there's a progression. So like, we got to warm up. We got to, and then we we keep growing and growing and growing. And then that brings us into health. Yeah. So moral excellence. Um, I really liked how Zach said moral excellence completes the circle mm. that faith begins. Yeah. So we have we place our faith in Christ. So now we are to imitate Christ. Yeah. And that's basically what moral moral excellence is yeah. is right action. That's good. Living in accordance with the way. And we follow the way of
1: Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting too, because we can look at that and we can say, oh man, like I am not necessarily always living a morally excellent life. And we have to understand that we have been saved by grace through faith. And so there's always grace and there's always mercy. Therefore, Mm -hmm. we come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. And so we may find, you know, in different seasons of life, we find that we're living more morally excellent than others, but the progression- should yep. be this outer working of I'm I'm headed towards this place where yeah. I'm having a less and less of a struggle in the Yeah. Year.
0: And you could even think about it when we raise children, when they're when they're little, yes. we use the words yes and no. Mm-hmm. Where it's okay, you can do this, but you can't do that. Yes. So that's kind of that's it's the yeses and no stage.
1: Yes, yes. And then as children progress, we have to start answering that bigger question of why? why? Yeah. Which brings us to. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) This is so cool. So, supplying moral excellence and then moving into knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. And this is a really key piece. So, knowledge is not just the what but the why this is so Mm -hmm. cool. You know, we have not been able to, whether it's uh, deliverance training or school of the spirit or any area, we've not been able to escape this whole spirit soul body picture, Mm -hmm. even in our yielding and training classes and this spirit soul body, understanding that we have to have that in that place of the soul, the healthy knowledge of not just, okay, this might be how my, my soul currently feels or my body feels but this is the truth of the word of god Amen. yeah amen amen and that's and
0: that's the whole point is it can't just be okay i do wh- why do i live this certain way yeah. you have to know the reason yeah and that's where when we when we dive into the word when we have the scriptures explained to us mm. we get to understand the why
1: it's so good And I really think, especially being a couple weeks into King's Academy, a couple of weeks into School of the Spirit, these things are just so on the forefront of my mind and many of others here uh, who are here, to move into that place as we mature, and I know we don't often like to say that, you know, this immaturity versus maturity, but as we mature in our faith, we really should be progressing from just that yes and no stage, Mm -hmm. and Christianity is a list of things I do and don't do, moving into the place of, because I am... Righteous, right. I act righteous, and I live a righteous life, not because God is really forcing me to, but I've been set free to. Amen. So I Amen. actually have the supply of grace to live in that place of righteousness. And it doesn't become this heavy weight that I'm just trying to carry on, you know? right. right. and And
0: as we grow in the knowledge, as we dive into the word, mm-hmm. uh, we learn God's why behind the commands and when we get that then we're able to answer satan when he tries to give us a reason not to live god's way yes because god's way when it it it, you know it like we like zach said last last week the week before um you know it, it it chafes with, with Egypt's residue. It does. So when we go to walk out the life that Jesus calls us to, it doesn't always feel good. Yeah. Because we have that sinful nature that That's we it. have to
1: contend with. So
0: we need the why in order to you know push through.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's true, too, when you think about what Jesus says, that we are to daily take up our cross. It doesn't feel good. You know, Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. And there is that place of daily taking up our cross to live in a way where we're losing our life for his sake, and ultimately we're finding it in him. And of course, with that knowledge, that knowledge really helps us. And that's the experiential knowledge. I'm reading the word. I'm living this out. I'm discovering the why. And so I'm able to successfully apply it to my life. Yes. Which brings us into that place of self-control. Right. Because, again,
0: as we go to apply it to our life, we're going to feel those sinful urges, mm-hmm. and we have to we have to have the self control to understand. Okay, I'm not going to give in to that. Yeah. Or even when this gets hard, I'm going to have patience with this person that I'm working with.
1: Yeah. Which you know, I, I really getting into this place of self control. I mean, when you look at the fruit of the spirit, we have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. And Paul's writing here in Galatians ends with self-control. We're reading what Peter's writing, and his progression is you start at faith, you move into moral excellence, you get knowledge. Knowledge ultimately helps you with self-control mm. to bring you to perseverance, and we'll get to the rest and love and all these things. Right. But in this place of self-control, how beneficial it is to really begin exercising this.
0: Yes, yes. And I love how Zach brought in the idea of of being humble, yeah, because the more we learn, the more humble we become. That's it. The more we receive <laughs> the real revelation of the Lord through His through Scripture, and we yeah. see how much we truly needed Him, yes. and how much we still have to uh, contend with our sinful nature. It yeah. makes us humble. It really does. Which then. In 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 a way, it's it starts to help you practice self control because you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to give in to myself. <laughs> I I really needed the Lord, and I still
1: need the Lord. I still need His truth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And and I was just telling some of our students in class today, like, hey, I'm not standing here because I know it all. I know part, and I feel like I know less than I knew when I started. So right, I, we right. are constantly moving into that place uh, where we're growing in knowledge, and it does bring that place of humility where we want to exercise self-control, as you were just saying, um, because we know we're dependent right. upon the Lord. And I want to say, I really feel like through the course of this year, if you think back to you know several what what episode are we on here? Let me scroll up here. Oh, yeah, You've stopped numbering. I stopped numbering. You stopped numbering. Well, we must yeah. be in the forties at this point. Yeah. And we started this year in the in the storyline of King's Academy mm-hmm. and God bringing us through the priesthood and all these different things that God has been speaking. I do feel, and we just heard this from one of our elders the other day. I do believe that we are moving into a place where there is such a need for us to step into. Not just the power and the authority that's available to us, but really in that place of self-control and moral excellence. Like the time is over, we have to start looking more and more like the Lord. There's a seriousness that our elder was sharing with us. There's a real seriousness because the time is short.
0: Yeah, and it starts. There's knowledge, knowing our place. Yes, and then once we have that in check, then we we start to apply it. But the word that comes next is persevere, <laughs> yeah. because when we go to apply it, yeah. you're going to meet resistance. resistance. And I remember when uh, when Pastor John came on, he talked about like yes. resistance yes. training and how. When you are a walking in the
1: spirit, it's it's like resistance training. It is. It is. And it produces perseverance, endurance. You know, one passage the writer says, you have need of endurance. You actually need to learn to practice, to persevere and endure. For he who endures to the end will be saved. And we know that we've already been born again, but there is a place where we're bringing our soul and our body mm-hmm. into that place of submission and getting in that self-control pocket really helps us to persevere and endure to the end and it's really yes. beautiful the more we win exactly well, and that's the thing
0: the more the more we win yes because as you persevere you start to see the muscle building mm-hmm. going back to the gym analogy I, which is great by the way we're yeah. at the gym we're at the machine we now know how to use the machine yep. we've we've uh we've challenged our natural tendency that says oh let's just Let's cut out a set and let's you know shorten the let's shorten the workout. No, we're gonna stick with it. So it we we're persevering, We're doing that resistance training, and that's what builds the muscle. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to necessarily feel the uh, or see the muscle building over one week,, nope. but over several weeks, you will start to see change. And it's the same thing when we're walking in the Lord. That's it. Over time, as we apply the knowledge, as we trust the why, as we trust that we are the ones that need to be taught by him Mm -hmm. and we stick with his plan, then we do start to grow despite the difficulties of our circumstances.
1: Well, that's really just it, is that we sometimes, you know, we, we we evaluate our life and our growth based on our circumstances, when many times an adverse circumstance may just be because you're doing so well. Right. It may be that you've got some good resistance coming up against you right. to buffet and challenge what God is building inside of you. Right. Not or, every time. Right. Or
0: your, your circumstance, your difficulty is because— you're you're not just going with the flow that's of it. the world yeah. you're a, you're go, you're taking this and tackling it head on that's it. with the power of the holy spirit mm-hmm. so when you're tackling something head on yeah you're going to win cuz it, it, that's the way jesus wants you to live but it's there's still a battle mm-hmm. there's still there's still walls that have to be broken through
1: It's so true. So we move down from this place of persevering to, I just love how it's all laid out here, and now to godliness. And we have perseverance leads to accomplishment, which can be a problem without godliness. I loved how he said that. It is so powerful. So accomplishment really can be a detriment if we're just focused on this next win and what just happened. Right,
0: because am I just building myself (laughs) up for me? For me? For me? Or am I walking in these good works knowing that these are the ones that Christ has prepared beforehand for me in advance and it's just to make me more like him and to point others to him?
1: It's so good. Again, we're coming back to the reason why is that that divine nature has been provided and everything we need for life and godliness mm. has been provided Amen. so if we desire to look more like the lord if we say god make me like you give me your heart teach me what it is well that godliness comes through everything we just touched right right and the outer working of that brings us into a place of brotherly kindness right right <laughs> well cuz we we don't do this alone yeah do we no we really don't right we we
0: do this as part of a team and uh, you can think back to you know being on a sports team or any time that you've had to work with people, it can be easy, especially if you have more insight or you feel that you have more insight, or you're stronger, you're like you're pulling more weight on this team. It can feel hard mm-hmm. to work with everyone. Yeah,
1: but you have
0: we have to work with each other. Yeah, this isn't this is not a one
1: man show, and so there has to be a give and take. If you remember Pastor Zach's message last week, the hammering out of those those brass vessels yes. and and the interdependency mm-hmm. that it now is woven right. to at the altar, like right. w- Jennifer and I were just talking about this, we are not meant to be dependent right. on one another, but we are meant to be interdependent. We are meant to have that connection. That yes. your strength yes. is probably perfect for my weak spot. Exactly. And and, exactly. and I shouldn't be ashamed mm-hmm. because if I have a gaping hole inside of me and you happen to have the yep. plug, I yep. want connection with you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. because we all have different strengths we do. and
0: weaknesses and we and we help each other in those. Yeah. You know, like I remember um, I was working out with a friend one time and he really liked doing upper body and I, I enjoy doing like legs sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, that. But he didn't want to do legs. So but because we had this complementary outlook
1: to the to the to the workout. Yes. It was a more well it was a more well-rounded workout. It's so good. I was just thinking about my mom who uh, we grew up in Pawtucket and she works over in Pawtucket. And so she was recently a part of. The dragon boat races, and what they do is they take people, just everyday people, and they teach them to row as a team. Oh, that's awesome! Can you imagine, yep. like somebody, you, right. somebody might you be have a to great be in sync. Yep, you got to be in sync, and you might be a great individual rower, but you get on that ship, and you need somebody to teach you how to row together. Just because you can pull your weight on your own, you weren't meant to do it no alone. Others right. need what you have, and you actually need. What others have. And if others aren't in your life, right. you're not gonna see
0: that. Right. And I think part of um showing this brotherly kindness really it does come about from recognizing how we're made differently and yeah. recognizing each other's strengths yeah. and how we can receive from that and then also their weaknesses, how we can pour in. So it's this mm. cyclic yeah. interdependency that we're going for.
1: Which is it's really good. We we could really spend our whole time on that because Paul's the majority of Paul's writings as he gets into what's happened in spirit and how that should be working out. Really, it comes down to here's your conduct as a new man, and here's how you should be treating each other. You should be looking out for others' mm-hmm. interests, not just your own. Right, and that is that place of brotherly kindness, understanding. Yeah, like I shouldn't be okay. With my brother and my sister being in a place of of just being completely destitute and having a need, I should be able to step in and bring along comfort and encouragement. And
0: that's the thing. The brotherly kindness piece looks very, very practical. Mm -hmm.
1: I love uh, what Pastor Zach said
0: when he was describing. He said, it's having your feet on the ground, even though our hearts Mm -hmm. are in the clouds. Yeah. Because everything leading up to that really feeds that spirit, man. Yes, it does. But we live in a physical world with physical people. And... uh, brotherly kindness is very practical. It's helping people. It might just be having a conversation, hanging out with someone,
1: helping with a practical task. Mm-hmm. Which is not bad. These are important things. And that fellowship and that that friendship as it develops, a lot of times we see that ironing, sharpening iron, yeah, and we're growing together. Right. So Or
0: just listening sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just listen to someone's problems.
1: Yeah, and be there to support. Right. You know, Peter's progression does look different than the way that Paul maps out the fruit of the Spirit, because Paul will start with, the fruit of the Spirit first is love, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how it's going to display itself. And you and I had this great dialogue that we're coming to a close here of Peter's writings, and he says, now... Add love. Add love. <laughs> yeah. Which is great because how really, you know, you and I were talking, we're we're taught so much as Christians. Now that you have the love of God, you know, you have to love your brother. Yeah,
0: love people. <laughs> and Jesus says "You people will know you, that they'll, they'll know you're a mine because you love one another. That's it. But it's kind of, again, it's hard to work that out. Mm-hmm. But everything that Peter's been laying out up until this point, as we grow in each of those, loving loving one another, come, and and unbelievers comes more naturally because we were just talking about brotherly kindness. That's it. Yep. Which stepping
1: from that to love, is is a very small step. Yeah, and you know if we if we really meditate and pause on that place of love, there's something as you were talking there that was coming to me, that. It's one thing, and John writes this in either first, second, or third John, I can't quite remember, but he says, if you say that you love God and hate your brother, mm-hmm. truly the love of God is not in you. Right. You don't really understand love. How can you say you love God whom you haven't seen right. and hate your brother whom you have seen? And so when you bring what Peter's writing and communicating here to this place of love, We really get a greater picture of understanding, like, wow, if I'm going to love the way that God desires that I love, which is his divine nature... And he loved the ungodly right. and still loves the ungodly. Amen. The only way that I can continue to do that is to tap into the spirit and stay in that place where it's not by my might, it's not by my power, it's by the spirit yes. that I'm actually loving people. Yes. And Luke, if we don't walk through succession of those first places that we started, the moral excellence, right? all these different things all the way down, it is really interesting that Peter would have love as the last one.
0: Right, because and you know Jesus did a lot of teaching on love. Yeah, and I think I think part of why Peter writes this is because he had to live this out. <laughs> like if you go back and look at the life of Peter, he's very he's very bold. Oh yeah. So first, and if you read look at him throughout the Gospels, it's a lot of Jesus telling him, "No, don't do this, yeah. do that." But Jesus is also throwing in love your enemies, all this stuff. Yeah. In his earthly teachings, but yeah. then you know Jesus gets arrested in the garden who takes out a sword yep. and cuts his cuts off the ear it's peter yep you know so <laughs> peter had to go through all of this in order to understand okay i need to have brotherly kindness yeah. and now i can love yeah you know cuz he becomes more like he becomes more like jesus Which, jesus says love your enemies And that's really hard, Mm -hmm. and you got to have the why behind that. You sure do. Right? And Mm -hmm. it's got to be more than just, oh, just because they're another human. No, they are a sinner who the Father loves, and the Father wants to draw them to repentance. So good. And you're the only physical representation in their presence right now to
1: reflect me. Think about what you just said. You, as the listener right now, you and I might be the only physical representation. Correct of God's love to this individual. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before and I will often bring it up and I was sharing this with a friend of mine today. I will often you know, come to this place of, how do we love the unlovable? Mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody today and they say, man, I'm really struggling. I know the Christian thing to do. Don't we hear this all the time? I know the right thing to do and I know what God wants me to do, but I really cannot work myself to get there. And one of the things, Luke, that's been instrumental in me being able to do that is asking the Lord, and we've said this before Holy Spirit, would you reveal to me how the Father sees that person? Yeah. It really mm-hmm. changes the game. Mm-hmm. And if we understand that people, you know, are if we go back these two things, that plus understanding spirit, soul, and body, well, if they're a believer, then their spirit looks just like Christ, but their soul and body are acting up. Mm-hmm. If they're an unbeliever, their spirit's un- unregenerated and they right. don't know Christ. They really don't know right. any better. And that's why Jesus says, Father, forgive them. Yes, they don't know, they don't what, know
0: they're what they're doing.
1: doing. Yeah. yeah. But if we try to take these things and just make them Practical without the spirit, we're totally gonna miss. It's got to be by spirit, right? And that's why a lot of
0: those earlier steps yep. are all about developing and and tapping into our identity with yes. Christ, and then it flows outward. Yes, this that, that's another progression within this list is understanding who we are on the inside, the why, allowing the truth of God to re- to renew our mind. So good, and then from there we have this outflow and how we re- how we relate to each
1: other. That's so good. Again, this whole image that keeps coming to me is is what we teach over at school, that there's the internal deposit mm-hmm. of righteousness, 2 Corinthians 5.21, that you have become the righteousness of God. And then there's that outer working mm-hmm. where the more we stay with Christ, the more we end up looking just like him. And we're right. able to love yes. the unlovable. So, you know, as we bring this to a close here today, you may be listening and you may be really challenged. Maybe you were challenged by Pastor Zach's message on Sunday, or maybe you're challenged a little bit further by this breakdown and how this actually looks in your life. Like, how do I really, I'm struggling to persevere right now. I'm struggling to be godly. I'm struggling with self-control. I'm completely struggling with love. Well, I love what God said in Zechariah. It's not by might. it's not by power. It's by my spirit. Amen. Says the Lord. Amen. So we wanna pray over you today as we wrap up and really trust the Lord that he's going to work these things in our lives.
0: So Father, we just come before you knowing that we truly, truly, truly need you Mm -hmm. and to live the life that you're calling us to live. We need you every day. We need you every moment, every hour. And Father, we are just so humbled by the fact that you loved us Mm -hmm. even before we loved you, even when we were unlovable. Even when we look at those things inside of us that we do not love, yeah. you still say, I love you and and I'm making you into, into the image of my son, Jesus. And so, Father, we just, we just claim that promise. We walk in that promise that every day as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, you are making us more and more like him. And we just pray that uh, we would have a deeper sense of awareness where the Holy Spirit is working in our life to guide us in these steps so that we can live fruitful lives. And so, Father, we thank you for everyone who's listening. We thank you that we get to do all of this together, and we praise you in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. It was a great time to be on the show with you today, Luke. Hey, thanks so much for joining in. I'm Kurt. And I'm Luke. We'll see you next week on The Breakdown.